Welcome back to Round the Cauldron, where we talk theology, philosophy, and everyday life as a modern witch. If you like the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to help other witches find me. Don't forget, you can help support the show at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron for as little as a dollar a month and get patron-exclusive content. If you're ready to hop into the show, grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me round the cauldron. Today, I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about some spiritual things that you can do during this time of self-isolation and quarantine. We're all going through a tough time right now, and I'd like to remind you that even though you may be alone and isolating, you're never completely alone. We're all in this together, and just because you may have all this time to yourself doesn't mean that you need to be productive every second of the day. Do what you can, when you can, in whatever manner that keeps you mentally healthy. So first, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me be part of whatever part of your routine, um, whether it be through the podcast or through the YouTube channel or even through my website and the things that I offer there. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate it. And I love to hear from you all, whether it be through Instagram or through my comments here on YouTube or through email. I just like to hear from you. And I like to build this community and really know who I'm talking to and who is listening and what you're getting out of this. So again, thank you for being here. So like I said, today I want to take some time to talk about some things that you can do while you're either self-isolating, while you're quarantining yourself, or even if you are considered an essential worker, some of these can apply to you as well when you're not at work. Um, I have a list of 10 things and we will run through them. I'm not sure if this episode is going to be really long or really short. I don't know, but I felt like these were important things that needed to be talked about. And these are all things that you can do um, moving forward. So from here on out, even after the isolation and the quarantine, even after everything is done and over with, you can continue these practices because, in my opinion, they can be really helpful for building your spiritual practice, either from the ground up um, or rebuilding parts of it or even just honing parts of it to make certain aspects of your spiritual path, um, be it witchcraft or religious, just better in general for yourself. So the first thing that you can do during this time to really help your spiritual journey is to hone your meditation practice. Now this can be whether you're starting a brand new meditation practice or you're trying to make your meditation practice more consistent. Um, I actually give tips about creating a consistent meditation practice in a different video. Uh, For those watching on YouTube, I'll link it up here. Podcast listeners, the links for that will be in the description and in the show notes. Um, But you can use this time while you are having to be alone or just be at home to really help build your meditation practice. And it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. You don't have to have a whole room set up or a whole section set up with candles and incense and music or anything like that. What I mean by hone your meditation practice is figure out 
what works best for you. Um, are you better with music? Are you better with silence? Are you better with movement meditation or guided meditations? There's so many different styles of meditation that you may just need to figure out which one works best for you. And now is a really good time to do that. So for me, I do best with guided meditations or meditation with music. I don't do good with silence. Um, I think I have tinnitus. I have like a constant ringing in my ears. But uh, I also have like a mind that just wanders and goes down whatever path it wants. So I do best with guided meditations or with just listening to some really soothing and calming music. I actually use an app on my phone called Relax Melodies. Uh, I'll leave the link in the description and in the show notes. Um, not sponsored, by the way. They, they're not endorsing any of this. But I use the free version. There is a paid version, but I don't want to pay for it. That it's got so many different types of sounds and you can mix them all together and create your own mix and then you can play that through your headphones and use that as your meditation. They also have several different free guided meditations that I've been using and I like them. They work for me. The, the person that is talking through the guided meditation has a fairly soothing voice and they seem to help me out. So if that's something that you're interested in, the link will be in the description and in the show notes for today's video and episode. Um, again, they're not sponsoring this. It's just an app that I use that I like. And with honing your meditation practice, you can figure out, again, like what style of meditation works best for you, but also what time of, like what time of the day to meditate works best for you. I can't meditate first thing in the morning because I'm just tired and I will honestly probably fall back asleep. So what I do instead is I take the time at the end of my day after my daughter has already been put to bed and I lay down in my bed and get my headphones and do my meditation then before I go to sleep. Um, it helps me to relax and to de-stress and it honestly it's been helping me sleep better. So hone your meditation practice for your spiritual self but it's also a good thing to do for your physical self because meditation has been shown to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, and all of the things like that. So if you're stuck at home um, or if you, especially if you're an essential worker, take some time to meditate if you can and to center and ground yourself and release that stress and tension of either being an essential worker and being out there right now, or the stress and tension of being stuck at home and isolated. The next tip that I have here, or the next thing that you can do, um, is to read a book, or 10, or however many books you want. So if you're like me, I have a list of books a mile long that I want to read. Some of them I already own, and I just haven't gotten to them yet. Some of them I don't own yet, but they are available on Kindle. Some of them I can get from the library. Um, well, not right now because the library is closed. But I am finding myself like I have all of this time now and I am making it a priority to read for at least 30 minutes a day every day. Well, Monday through Friday because the weekends get kind of weird. But <laughs> to read at least 30 minutes a day, whatever book I want. It doesn't have to be a spiritual book. It can be. Um, right now, I am reading Althea Sebastiani's book, Paganism for Beginners. 
Um, I will be doing a book review on that when I'm done with it. But it can be whatever you want. So read your spiritual book. Read your history. Read uh, about herbs and crystals. Or read fiction. Read the smut if you want to read the smut. Just take time to do something that you want to do. Um, I, so I put read a book on this list mainly because that's one of the ways that we as pagans or witches get most of our information. And if you work a standard job, sometimes you don't have time. But I think it's really important and it's good for spiritual growth to take time to read these books because even if you're reading fiction, you're still you're still taking care of yourself because you're taking time out of your day to do something that you want. And taking care of yourself is one of the first steps, in my opinion, to spiritual growth. You have to be able to take care of yourself. But take the time when you can to research topics that you're interested in. Um, so I'm reading The Paganism for Beginners as part of an ARC reading program. I got it uh, for free from the publisher for the purposes of doing a review. But I have, you know, I have several other books that I'm reading too, just, just to read. You know, I've got Drawing Down the Moon by Margot Adler that I'm not even halfway through it. That book is a beast, man. But it's full of a lot of information. By the way, it's the 2003 version, I think it is, not the not the version that was first published in the 70s. The updated version is better. Uh, um, but it's important to take the time to do this research when you can, especially for something that you're interested in. Now, there are a lot of different resources for books that you can take advantage of if you're stuck at home or if your library is closed, if the bookstores are closed and things like that. I will leave links to sacred texts. There is Project Gutenberg, I think it is. Um, those have free books. So sacred text is like, uh, it's got historical stuff and it's got all kinds of stuff on there um, for many different religions, um, New Age tarot, all kinds of stuff. Sacred texts is one of my go-tos. Um, it's even got, I think, all of the Homeric and the Orphic hymns from Greek polytheism. Um, so that link will be in the description and in the show notes. Project Gutenberg, I don't use too often, but I do have it bookmarked on my computer. That's got free books as well. Um, then there's Kindle Unlimited. Uh, I'll leave a link in the description for Kindle Unlimited. You can get the first month for free if you use the link. But Kindle Unlimited is essentially like a library. I think you can get seven books from Kindle Unlimited at a time. And, you know, you read them and then you turn them back in. I would just be careful with any Wiccan or pagan or spiritual books that you get from Kindle Unlimited because they're kind of sketchy and they don't always have the best information. Um, but that is another option. And then most not most, but many public libraries also have um, an online option where they partner with, I think it's Libby or something like that, but it's like a, an ebook library. And as long as you have a library card with your local library, you have access to that. Now, that's going to depend on your location and the library in your area. So I 
I won't have a link for that, but just reach out to your local library through either their website and see if they have any information that would be available to you for that option. So again, there's so many resources for being able to read books and research topics that you're interested in. And that leads me to my next tip, learn something new. Again, many of us are confronted with a lot of free time that we never would have had before. Um, we're having to stay home and isolate or quarantine or whatever, whatever it is, wherever you are. But it's a good time to learn something new. I mean, you might as well, right? If you can. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to, obviously. I mean, like I said at the beginning of this, do what you can when you can to keep yourself mentally healthy. So uh, this isn't to say like, oh my gosh, you have all this free time now. You better come out of this learning something new. That's absolutely not what I'm saying at all. But if you want to, this is a good opportunity to learn a new skill. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe you were really interested in drawing or some form of art when you were younger. You, if you have time now, start doodling. You know, rekindle that, that love that you had for that skill. You can also learn a new... You can also learn about something completely new to you, right? So... Maybe, you, okay, so we'll use divination as an example here. I have always used tarot cards. That's just my go-to, and it's what I feel most comfortable with. I also have a pendulum. I don't use a pendulum very often because it's just not my go-to. So I could take this time right now to get more in tune with the pendulum that I do have, which if you want to see it, um, you can click this link up here for those watching on YouTube or the link in the description or in the show notes for podcast listeners for my altar tour um, that I just did on YouTube. But anyways, I can take this time to hone my skills with a pendulum. And this can be said for anything. You know, maybe you are really into herbs, but not necessarily crystals. So you could take this time to learn about some crystals instead of focusing all of your attention on something that you already know. So if you have the time, if you have the mental capacity, uh, you can take this time to learn something new to help you along on your spiritual path and your spiritual growth. The next tip that I have here is something that I recommend doing, especially if you lost your job or you're working from home or you're you know, you're stuck at home. I don't know if this one would necessarily apply to those who are considered essential workers because I don't know what your schedule would be like. Um, but this tip is to create a new routine, create a new normal so that you have guidelines for yourself to get you through the day. Now, this one was important for me because if I don't have like a schedule or a to-do list or something, I can find myself just sitting in bed watching TV all day long or playing The Sims because that's what I do. But creating a new routine and creating a new normal has allowed me to make sure that I have time 
uh, set aside for my worship in the morning, my offering. It's made sure that I've had time for my meditation and the yoga that I've started doing regularly. But it's also made sure that I have the time to sit down with my child and help her with distance learning that they implemented for the school. Um, to cook dinner and to make lunch and to do to do this, to do my YouTube and my podcast. You know, creating that routine has helped me to move through my day feeling better about what I'm doing. Because if I feel like I didn't get anything done, I'll just be in a really crappy mood um, just because that's how I am. That's how I'm conditioned. If I don't feel like I've been productive, I just feel like crap. So I know that happens with a lot of people, but it doesn't happen with everyone. So creating a new routine to go to move through this mess that the world is in right now can help you to feel more stable and more grounded and help you in your spiritual practice. I also recommend working on the self. So I see the self as having three parts, the physical self, the mental and emotional self, and the spiritual self. So there are a lot of things that you can do to work on the self. Um, I'll call it just yourself from here on out. Um, But there are so many different things that you can do to work on yourself in these three aspects that will help your spiritual growth and development through this isolation and quarantine. And this can be either working on yourself physically, making sure that you're physically healthy. Um, This can mean making sure that you're eating balanced meals. If you have to, meal prepping so that you're not snacking all day. This could be working on your mental and emotional health through meditation and journaling and just keeping in check with yourself. And then working on your spiritual self through your your spiritual practices, your worship or your offerings or your spiritual meditations and things like that. I believe that those three aspects of the self need to be in harmony and balance in order for you to fully move forward on your spiritual growth path. Um, So now would be a good time to take care of them, you know. It's something that I actively work on. You know, my physical body is not as healthy and strong as I would like it to be. So that's something that I'm working on. Same thing goes for my mental and emotional self. I, like I've said a million times before, I am medicated and I make sure that I take my medication every day so that I can maintain the balance within my emotional and my mental health, my mental self. Um, And then going as well to better my spiritual self through my meditation practices, through reading books and learning more about Irish paganism and different witchcraft practices and things like that. I think it's really important to be well-rounded and have those three aspects of the self be in balance together to move forward, especially in times as difficult as they are right now. And then if you can, be of service. So for me, this means continuing doing the podcast and the YouTube videos, um, continuing with my my website, my blog, creating content. But for other people, it might be 
a little different. So I say be of service, especially now, because there are a lot of people who can't go grocery shopping for themselves or who need help running errands because they can't go out on their own. Maybe they're part of the high-risk categories and they don't want to risk getting sick. So being of service to your community in whatever way you can is important as as a pagan, in my opinion. You know, our community just in general, that's how... That's how I think we should be. We should be of service to those who need help or to those who we can be of service to. This can connect back to your gods too because you can use being of service as an offering to whichever god or goddess that you worship or work with. I know there are several deities out there uh, in many different pantheons who were active parts of the community. And being of service to a community is seen as a form of devotion or an offering to those particular deities. So you can use being of service in your spiritual path, but I also think being of service is just good for the heart and soul in general because when you can help those in need, it can give you purpose, it can give you meaning, but it can also help you feel fulfilled. You know, I mean, that's kind of selfish, but I am a person who enjoys being of service to others. I am a person who enjoys helping and I am a person that enjoys helping other people, whether it be through research or answering questions or just talking about topics like this or other topics that I have information on. It's just something that I enjoy and it's something that I feel called to do. So if you can, be of service in your community like this. Be of service in your local community if you are able. If you're not part of a high-risk group, see if there's a group on Facebook for your community that is helping others who are in the high-risk groups who can't go and do things. I know in my area there are a couple of Facebook groups that are dedicated to helping others in the area. So someone, if they need groceries or like, let's say they needed milk, they'll post in there, you know, I need help. I need milk for whatever reason. I can't go to the store. And then someone else will be like, okay, sure, I'll go get you milk. And then, you know, the whole community just comes together and helps each other out when they need to. And I, this is something that I hope sticks around after all of this passes because I really feel on a spiritual level that we all need to realize how interconnected we are with each other and how much we can rely on the other people in our community when we need help. So if you can, be of service to either your local community or your online community. I believe that's something that could be very important for you on your spiritual path, um, regardless of what that spiritual path is. Another thing that you can do is take some time to connect with deity, connect with the universe, connect with the higher beings, whatever it is that you believe in. I'm trying to take whatever free time I have right now to grow and kindle my relationship with Brige. Uh, I have been working with her and giving her offerings on a regular basis, but I, I know that connection can be deepened if she will have me. So 
I am taking time to deepen those connections. And this can even go back to learning something new if you don't have a deity that you're connected with. Maybe maybe you can take some time to research different pantheons or look up deities that you might be called to or look up random deities and just learn about them. You can use this time to connect with gods and goddesses or your higher beings or whatever it is that you believe in while you have the chance. Everything has slowed down on this planet. There is not as much interference, I don't think, um, as there has been. I mean, pollution is down and everyone has just taken time and slowed down, albeit they've been forced to. But I think, I feel like this is opening up more spiritual pathways to connect with and communicate with the divine beings on the other side, you know, either in the other world or whatever it is that you believe in. I, it's hard to explain what that feeling is, but everything has sort of calmed down and I feel like there is more ability to connect, I guess. I don't know if any of that makes sense. It's something that I just feel in my heart. But you can take this time to further a connection with a deity, learn about a new deity, or rekindle uh, a communication pathway that you may have had that got lost in the chaos of everyday modern life. And then I know it seems, it might seem counterintuitive, but make new friends. Just because we can't go out and be social anymore doesn't mean that we can't make friends or connect with our current friends. There are a lot of communities out there right now who are doing virtual like hangouts and they are staying connected through social media. But this is also a good time to make new friends, especially if you were always someone who limited yourself to your local area and only made friends in your local area. The whole world is open to you right now. I mean, it's always been open to you, but maybe maybe now would be a good time to explore meeting new people in other countries or just in another area of your own country. I know for me, it's it's been a little difficult to stay on top of it because, you know, I live in the United States, I'm in the Pacific Standard Time, and then there are some people that I would connect with who are in, like, uh, Ireland time or in uh, Italy. And there's a book club thing that I'm, <laughs> that I'm in through Discord, but I think I'm the only person in it that is in the States, so it's it can be a little difficult to manage the time zones, but that doesn't mean that I can't try. And I've met some great people online through doing these community things, and it really opens your eyes to how big and small the world can be. So get out there and get on social media and Make it a mission to meet someone who doesn't live in your area or who might live in another country. Um, podcast listeners, 
head over to Twitter or Instagram or anything like that, or come over here on YouTube. Um, leave comments in the comment section of the video. Uh, I like to interact with everyone. I know there are some people from Italy. There are some people from Ireland. I know I have people watching from Canada. Um, but if you don't make that first step, nobody else will be able to make the step after you. So if you want to be a part of a community like that, the first thing that you can do is come over here to YouTube or join my Discord. I have a Discord server. Um, right now it's just me and one other person because I don't know if anybody knows about it. But I have a Discord server. I'll leave the link in the description below. I'm always signed into Discord and I would love to chat with you and make new friends and do this community thing because that's part of the reason that I'm here. So the link for that will be in the description um, and in the show notes. See if you can make a new friend. See if you can take the time during all of this craziness to make a new friend and broaden your worldview. All right, I have two more tips, two more tips, and then, then, we, <laughs> then we can call it good. Um, so the next tip or suggestion that I have is to practice self-care. This doesn't have to be spiritual. It doesn't have to be anything like what you see on Instagram with the baths, with the flower petals and the candles and the crystals. I mean, it can be if you want. I wish I could do that because it's relaxing, but I don't have a bathtub. So <laughs> that's kind of off the table for me. But practice self-care in whatever way you need to. Okay, if this means just taking the day and vegging out and just watching Netflix all day or coloring or reading a book, then do it. If you have that capability and you need to take that time for yourself, then do it. There's nothing wrong with that. And I will be the first to tell you that at first you might feel guilty if you're not used to it. I do. And it's something that I still have to consciously remind myself of sometimes. I have to take care of myself before I can actively do anything else to the best of my abilities. So practice self-care. Um, for me, sometimes that just means putting on a face mask, hanging out, watching TV, reading a book, playing The Sims, because I like to play The Sims. But my self-care practice isn't going to look like yours, and that's oh. Okay, practicing self-care is also part of taking care of the self, those three aspects of yourself. Um, again, self-care can be any of those three aspects. Maybe your self-care is your yoga and keeping your body physically flexible and moving. Maybe your self-care is journaling or taking a nap. Those are all valid forms of self-care. And I think you need to practice self-care, especially in times like this where everybody is just sort of in crisis and everyone's routines have been upended and things don't look like they did several months ago. So take the time to practice self-care when you can and I promise you, I promise you it'll help you feel better. And then the last little tip that I have here isn't really something that you can actively do, but it's to remember that you're not alone. You are not alone. If you are listening to this or you are watching it on YouTube, you are not alone. If you need someone to talk to, my email 
and my social media, everything is in the description and in the show notes. You can leave a comment um, on the show notes page for this episode, or you can leave a comment in the comment section for this video. Reach out if you need help. If you feel so alone, like maybe you live by yourself and you are literally alone in your home and you need someone to talk to, send me a message. And you don't even have to explain anything. Just say, hey, I need to talk. Or, hi, my name is Susan. You know, I will reply to you. If not immediately, I will reply to you as soon as I can. I mean, I normally always have my phone with me. The, the best way to contact me would be through social media, because sometimes my emails get lost. But you're not alone. You have an entire community here who will step up and help you, who can be the ear to listen to whatever it is that you need to say, who can be the virtual shoulder for you to cry on if you need to, or who can send you virtual hugs. You're not alone. I'm here. There are so many other people on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and there's just, our community is so large. Please don't hesitate to reach out if you need to talk to someone. I mean, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, round the cauldron. That's what, that's what I am basically everywhere. And I will be here for you if you need to talk. If you just need to say hello to someone, I will be here for you. If you need to video chat, I mean, I can try to do that. If you need to actually see somebody's face, that might be a little more difficult, but I will be here for you in whatever way I can be. So stay safe, stay healthy, stay well, and I will see you next time. Bye for now.